Hi, you're listening to Strumpet Radio Hour, the podcast for strumpets, trollops, and tarts worldwide. I'm Bean. And I'm Susie. This is how I talk. Oh yeah, that's that's Bean's like natural voice. She's been faking it mm-hmm. this whole time. Yeah, that shrill garbage you heard before. This is the real me. <laughs> It's somehow worse. I don't know. <laughs> it is worse. It's like a fake, vo- like a fake YouTuber voice. Like you know, you know those dude YouTubers who always. Okay, never mind. It's fine. This is the episode intro, guys. Stay tuned. Okay, stay tuned. <laughs> Into my lumps. Jump into my lumps. Yeah, we're 10 seconds in. This is great. Um, Do you have stuff you want to talk about today? I have a list. Oh, God. I had dreams at some point of making a cool, fun podcast. But no, I have brought nothing today. Because guess what? My period started. And that means two things. TMI. Gross, gross. You One, I'm not able to get a recreational abortion this month. So that fucking sucks. And two, my hormones are whack as shit. So my... Do your hormones get really wacky on your period? Uh, Well, they they hadn't been for a while. um, Just Uh because I was on birth control. But I think that like uh i don't know so some got a little goofed up and my my hormones are like let's bleed a lot and also be sad for no reason that's wild yeah so i i usually get i get the like pms hormones but on my period i don't notice them being that different it's literally like a few days before my period starts i'll just be really sad for mm-hmm. for no reason or like super sensitive Oh, so you uh, all the time? Yeah, okay. Uh, shut up. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I'm PMSing right now. I'm PMSing 30 days a month. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But then when I'm ovulating, I definitely get hornier. I'll be be very honest right now. I noticed that. See, I don't... Full uh, frontal vulnerability. (laughs) See, I used to track my cycles and I knew exactly when my fertile window was, but I don't anymore. So... Because I don't think I have one, right? When you take birth control, the egg doesn't drop, so you're never fertile. It's not supposed to, yeah. <laughs> it's but. not supposed to, but sometimes that little guy gets away. Well, there's a. Th- are you on single hormone or? Uh, I no, I think I'm on the uh, combination, right? Because I think okay, yeah, yeah. I think it's the most. That's common one. supposed to be like that stuff's supposed to like thin your uterine lining, stop you from dropping an egg in the first place. Yeah, and make your discharge. Th- more difficult for the sperm to get through right. so that's like a triple triple threat barricade. <laughs> and yet life finds a way yeah <laughs> nature is kind <laughs> of amazing actually when you think about it's it it's truly a miracle <laughs> oh that's fun that's fun. yeah so we're gonna start off with a quick sex ed unit yeah and that has now ended um so i have i have a few things to talk about but they're not they're not that funny. A lot of them are kind of serious. <laughs> really? And then, okay. I mean, somewhat. And then I you know, have this is a serious podcast. All of a sudden, so should I would have okay. been more prepared if you told me up front. But you yeah, didn't. I mean, I hope you came in with your research because I sure did. <laughs> research on what? <laughs> and then we both asked for questions on Instagram, and I think we got like eight combined. So <laughs> yeah, it's know, gonna be that's pretty good. It's pretty fun. So I don't know what you want to do first. Uh, 
start off with the heavy stuff. Start out with your serious stuff. Okay, first of all, I need to clear the air because on the last podcast, <laughs> I said that uh, <laughs> Thomas Edison invented the telephone, and I said it with utmost confidence. <laughs> uh, that's not true. I always get Thomas Edison and Alexander Graham Bell confused because they were both like inventors that you learn later in life did absolutely terrible shit. So Alexander Graham Bell was the guy who was super anti-deaf people. And then Thomas Edison was just a bad man in general. I don't know a lot about also him. Also did He's something like... with the light bulb. I think he stuck it up his butt, maybe? Was that what maybe? he did with it? I think he stuck it up an elephant's butt, maybe. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and made like Nikola Tesla watch. It was messed <laughs> yeah, it's up. Really weird. So, <laughs> so okay. I just want to clear the air. I'm not a dumb idiot, okay? Well, not for that reason specifically, no. But not for my my Thomas Edison confusion. <laughs> <laughs> not for my historical inaccuracies, okay, guys? Yeah. Uh... That was pretty serious. You're right. That was serious. Okay, the second topic, I have three. Oh, God. Was a couple episodes ago, you asked me what I thought about the Shane Dawson fiasco. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was I was kind of light on him. I was just like, oh, you... Yeah, you you're, you're just, just like, I stan him. And I said, he's a spin. <laughs> I stan Shane. <laughs> he's never done anything wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm... Yeah, go ahead. Continue. Well, have you seen the, the D'Angelo Wallace video? No, I haven't. It's like the two-hour video. It's called like the moment Sh- Shane Dawson's career ended. Oh, okay, that got recommended to me. I just didn't click yes. on it. Yes, okay. his channel's like blown up because of it. Ooh. Uh, but I watched that and I was like, oh my god, it's so much worse than I ever <laughs> thought it was. So, all right, I just wanted to also clarify, uh, fuck Shane Dawson. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad you yeah. came around to the fuck Shane Dawson party. Yes, I mean, I was never like. I think I, I said this before. I, I never watched his content. Yeah, like I, I tried to watch one video back in his early days, and I was like, this is literally garbage, yeah. which it, it was. I, I stand by that. <laughs> um, and then I got kind of into him with the documentaries, but that quickly faded because they weren't that good. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But now you're fully just like, you know, we're going to cancel I had, him. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea the extent of his, like, grossness. Um so I highly recommend that video. And that YouTuber in general just seems like a, a really cool guy. Um, if you want to talk about fucked up YouTubers, I was watching a video, um, like a video essay about, uh, God, what's her name? Like Trisha Paytas or something. Oh, yeah. I I had only like ever seen her referenced in like, I don't know, maybe like a ContraPoints video or something. I don't know. I just knew she sure. like, existed. But um, yeah, that was that's the best way to live. Yeah, exactly. Um, that was an interesting <laughs> video, just because just another like YouTuber where you're like, Jesus Christ, what are they doing? And like, I don't know, it's just weird. This this isn't interesting. I'm just throwing it out there that um, okay, if you want something a hole to fall into, everyone. YouTube drama is a fun one. So it 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 can be. Um, I don't know a lot about Trisha Paytas. I know that she is just like a massive troll. From what I understand, like she's just always doing whatever gets the biggest reaction. Pretty um, much. And yeah. there was a weird. I don't. I don't know how this ended because I don't follow the H three podcast um, super consistently, but I'll watch highlights sometimes. And she like was dating Ela's brother. Oh, I didn't for know a that. While. What the heck? Yeah, it was very odd. Um, I don't know. So that that's 
Yeah, this is interesting. That's the extent of my Trisha Paytas knowledge. I was like, as soon as I see this woman, I'm just like, what is going on? And then I move on. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, what was the third yeah. thing you wanted to bring up? Okay, third thing, a little weird. Um, okay. So I have to like dive into this a little bit. Okay. I don't think you're going to care very much, but like I, okay. back when I was really depressed in middle school there was oh, i already YouTuber. care i'm so excited you're so excited <laughs> um like f- 14 through 16 maybe ish i i pretty much i i had moved and i was in a school where i had no friends and i just was like very isolated and so i developed a kind of that like cringy relationship with with youtube that you see in the comments where they're like this youtuber saved me you know what okay. I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you? What are you looking at? Oh, I'm I'm doodling. <laughs> oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So Sorry, I, I realized that. that that looks weird that I'm like staring off camera. I'm like looking at my notes. I I'm, just like, wondered you if you were like, if your like pump was messed up or something. I'm um, slowly dying over here. Okay, continue. Let's go back. Let's let's get let's get back <laughs> into the flow of things. I yeah. So you see those comments where like YouTubers are 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 our heroes you know they are there for us when nobody else is you've seen comments like that right yeah oh yeah i leave them daily you leave them on every trisha paytas video (laughs) you changed (laughs) my life trisha yeah so i was never like quite at that level but i i was it was had a similar sentiment where basically i would go to school have the worst day of my life every day and i would come home and i would look forward to like the newest cryotic video Mm. So Cry was a Let's Player kind of in the um in that era when Let's Plays were just taking off. Okay. And yeah. I was a kid who was really into video games but couldn't afford to like buy a ton of video games. So I would like watch his videos and he he uploaded pretty consistently and so I would either watch his new video or if he hadn't uploaded I'd go back and like literally I was watching him every day and it became oh, wow. like this thing that I really looked forward to, and I had this huge crush on him, like Ooh. massive, like to the point where I hear his voice today, and I still get like, oh, whoa, it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. so like deep ingrained. Um, so a thing with him was that he never showed his face, like he, no one knew what he looked like. Was he, he was your dad? Private... Did you find out you were hot for your dad? Yeah, <laughs> no, he was a very private YouTuber, and okay. so because I had this weird attachment, which I don't really think is healthy but you know it it just happened when you're at that age you get attachments um i will every few months or so i'll like go to his twitter and i'll like google him and just see if he had like released a face reveal because i'm (laughs) I'm, like really curious to know what he looks like yeah uh so this time i did it and what i always had feared would happen happened which i went i googled him only to find he was embroiled in sexual like misconduct allegations and i was like weirdly really sad about it i was just like oh no (laughs) like which is funny because i haven't watched him in years like i don't i don't even look at his stuff anymore i'm not even subscribed anymore but like there was something kind of weirdly heartbreaking about it oh totally I mean, yeah, for one, that was super formative age. That's, like, a mm-hmm. very, very, for art especially, like, any, and which, mm-hmm. I mean, it's funny to say about, like, Let's Plays, but, like, you know, consuming yeah. media, like, if, if it's music right. or whatever, um, you're going to get really attached to that. So even if you don't watch it, 
you still go back to it um yeah this isn't totally. this is a good topic actually to bring up though because um okay because i mentioned to you like the other week about that band that i really liked when i like was about 16 i got oh, really into them swimmers swimmers yep yeah the drummer of that band is actually the um the son of the lead singer of green day so like big kind of oh, music weird. industry you yeah. know and and um but anyway, so the band's like a little indie surf uh, surf rock band, and they were cute, and they seemed like a nice group of nice boys. But as it turns out, <laughs> their drummer was involved in like a just a weird kind of a, abusive relationship yeah. with um with this uh girl that was she's the lead singer of another cool band. Anyways, mm-hmm. kind of the same. I mean, I don't think to the extent that you're talking about, but I was really mm-hmm. sad because I'm like I really enjoyed that like this music yeah. from when i was like 16 and now it's like oh guys well, the whole thing with that was that the rest of the band was complicit right yes exactly so, so it's so like it's... not just this one guy it's like the whole band the whole band you, like, is, is like oh, kind of tainted now it's fine to just like abuse young girls like that's fine it's fine it's but fine. anyways um continue uh about... i mean yeah i don't have a ton i, I just it, you know that was the first me too i guess aside from louis ck which wasn't like, Louis C.K. wasn't a formative thing for me, but it was very disappointing because I was just getting into him. Yeah. And, like, even the J.K. Rowling stuff, like, I have I like Harry Potter, and I read it fairly young, but it wasn't, like, my obsession. Right, um, right. And she, she's been going downhill for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this was, like, the first time where I was like, oh, I still have, like, an unhealthy attachment to this person I don't know, and yeah, I'm, yeah. like, sad about it now. Um, I think what made it really... I didn't like dive deep into the drama because I'm I'm not in that circle anymore. I don't really need to. But there were some like weird texts and stuff. And basically like what he got in trouble for was like having like cyber sex with like underage fans. Mm. And this was like going on while I was like one of those fans with a oh, huge gosh. crush on him. So Oof. for some reason it was yeah. just so it was so easy for me to imagine like being in that really uncomfortable position where like someone you look up to so much is like and he's such a like he's such a cringe lord like he talks <laughs> you know those like sad boy manipulators yes you know exactly what i'm talking about Absolutely. where they're like oh i'm just sad yes line send send ass pics to cheer me up like he's that kind of like cringy predator and i was just like oh no <laughs> god uh and but it was just yeah it was the first time where it was someone really really close and the first time where i was like i was in that demographic and i would have 100 percent like gone like been manipulated by him i 100 percent would have done anything to like make him like me which is weird to say now as like a 22 year old who would just be like fuck off but when you're when you're 15 or 16 and you have no friends you don't get male attention because you're you know i don't know a nerdy ugly girl i would have i don't know it was it was heartbreaking for some reason i've been thinking about it a lot yeah yeah i guess that's it that's uh that's i mean that's like a tough thing to deal with i mean Uh men continue to let us down (laughs) fellas Stop I'm it. tired of these dudes just abusing the tiniest amount of clout. They get a crumb of clout and they're just like, <laughs> where are the miners at? <laughs> literally, I have this crumb to dangle over them. Like, you could just not go for underage girls. <laughs> you can still be a scumbag and like try to go for 
non underage girls with with weird manipulative. But they always go for like teenagers. They're just like, yep, I'm gonna manipulate some teens for some well, cyber yeah. sex. <laughs> <laughs> the cry thing was weird because he had he had an appropriately aged girlfriend who was in his like gaming circle. And he would like go to these teen girls whenever they were fighting. Ew. Be like, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's so nasty. Everything about it is it's ludicrously cringy, awful. Like, oh, I can't manipulate girls my age, yes. so I will go to teenagers who love me. Oh, yeah. God. Oh my god. Got uh. me fucked up. This was like a month ago. It's not really new drama, but it's new for me. Yeah, it's personal, personal stuff. Yeah, personal take personal personal deep attachments um yeah i hate yeah. that people just mm-hmm. need to stop being awful like that and also stop being like good at things that we enjoy and then like then we you're like oh that thing's so cool this person's so cool and then they are like actually i'm not cool at all i'm a terrible person you're like oh <laughs> no <laughs> i was talking to sam about it and um he has interesting an interesting perspective as a sexual predator himself Right, yeah. Um, he, <laughs> he, <laughs> we all know well, he, and we protect him, you know. We're like, oh. we're just like, but he's, he makes such good, uh, he's so good at programming. He, he codes so well, he's so fast. He codes so well. <laughs> we don't have enough software developers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, what's sorry, his take? derailing. <laughs> well, yeah, he always has interesting takes because he, like, he was, he was like, yeah, it's always those those nerdy kind of lonely sad boys who are the most like gross it seems like like there's some it was weird to he- i don't really know it was weird to hear his perse- perspective because for some reason he just like understood he it completely knew. and i don't know why yeah mm. <laughs> it's like interesting i think he might see it in some of his friends because he hangs out with a lot of um like more awkward you know right nerdy yeah. people who i love i love people like that but you love insults. there is a the, I love incels, but there's a darker side to people who maybe have not had relationships and haven't had a lot of positive interactions with women and spend a lot of time in these male-dominated online echo chambers. Like, it's very, very quickly can get corrupted in some way. I don't oh, know. totally. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was just even thinking, like... uh it, that kind of seems like like if you were um an indoctrinated incel but then you got this like type of clout and power over some like mm-hmm. women that's a, that's a way to you know to exercise that and so i'm i'm sure yeah. that that it is very common in those types of circles of like yeah more right. kind of awkward nerdier people that you know have had bad experiences and- or whatever um but I don't think it's even full inceldom. It's just kind of it's more like where I was at where I was like I didn't hate women or men, but I I was very kind of resentful. Like I I was I was getting there, you know, where I would like resent attra- people I perceived as more attractive than me and people that had relationships when I didn't. And I think that it's like the beginnings of inceldom. And I think what's really sinister about it is like the way that these men think about sexual predators they think of them as like people they could never be like really strong men who can like overpower women and who hate them yeah like these these are just like younger men who are like they're like oh i just want a girlfriend you know i just want a relationship i you know i, I don't know I, i'm not articulating it very well 
But yeah, they they perceive themselves as someone who could never be a predator because they're so like awkward and lonely. Right, exactly. Well, I, I think yeah. of it, yeah, as people that have been like denied, you know, a certain level mm-hmm. of attention or affection from from a group of people they want it from, and then you know, traditionally we see that like if if somebody takes it into a negative spiral, then yeah, eventually they get mm-hmm. to the point of being an incel and just being a raging misogynist right. online. But say, <laughs> yeah, that's like the extreme end. But yeah, but yeah. then say they go and start a Let's Play channel and it takes off and then suddenly they have a fan base of young women, then yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to, they they could abuse, start abusing them if they're still in that mentality. And then yeah, like you're saying, not see it as abuse, but it's still right. just completely driven by the same type of shit that it's always like, you know, driven by yeah. in the hatred of women, but the desire for their love and it's, affection. It's messed up. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Go to the teens. Yeah, and, and I think that that's so accurate because the people who are like popular online for Let's Plays, especially with Cry, like he I think that he's a pretty much a nobody in like everyday life. But you get right. this this very specific in this very specific circle you get all this clout and all these adoring fans and yeah, it just gets gets uh problematic really quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i also i always wonder too like the fact that he's never shown his face like maybe he just wants privacy but i always wondered he could be someone with like a disability or who is disfigured in some way and maybe like that i this could be totally wrong uh, it's probably not true but there's just some level of shyness or discomfort with himself absolutely probably plays into it anyway yeah. i've been talking about this for a long time but epic talk that made me sad yeah no that's a yeah that is a bummer and a good way to start the podcast <laughs> it's a bum bum we're starting with a bum bum oh bum bum oh bum bum your mommy died bum bum <laughs> <laughs> oh your favorite let's player had cyber sex with teen girls that's a bum 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 okay so we had some questions i don't know the quality of questions that you got not high <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll we, tell you that. we were you know we were scratching desperate we're like guys give us free content we don't know how to do this mm-hmm. anymore we don't know how to mm-hmm. um how do you want to read them should we read like the first names or should we just read them completely anonymous what do you vibe i'll just read the uh instagram handles okay if they that want. sounds good free like i think that all the people who ask just questions are the people who listen to the podcast and that's it so yeah do you want to start or should I? I'll start. My first question is from um, Dupu15. <laughs> we know who that is. <laughs> he asks, what gives you the right? Um, I would say my money mostly. Yeah. I would say my money and my legions of adoring teen girl fans <laughs> online. <laughs> oh, yeah. That helps a lot. Um, yeah. Helps when I'm fighting with my bitch girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, okay, I'm still bitter about this. <laughs> um, yeah, the Pew 15. Um, <laughs> I do have more rights than you. And that's just because I'm fundamentally a better person than you are. So I was just born with more rights than you. And <laughs> just like God intended. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I'm sorry to everyone listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anything okay. else you want to add to that? No, I think um, that was a low-quality question that deserves a low-quality answer. It is a poor carpenter that blames his carpet 
So. <laughs> that was really wise. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think I read it in the Bible, maybe? I don't remember. Really. Yeah, okay. that sounds like it. I think uh, Jesus' dad was a carpet weaver. <laughs> yeah, Jesus' dad was a carpet weaver, and then Jesus, Jesus was a carpenter. And so they like collabed right. a lot on like they- carpet. And houses. Epic father-son collab <laughs> right there. <laughs> um, all right. So I'm Eric. It's me. Ask, do you think God stays up in heaven because he too lives in fear <laughs> of what he created? <laughs> Good question. Um, Great question. I often wonder that when I gaze out at a godless world. <laughs> I think, where is he? What's he doing? Why is he up in heaven? Um. I think so. I think so. With my experience learning about God, it sounds like he's very afraid of, like, sex and, like, women's bodies. Oh. Like, shoulders and knees. Oh, God. But then he created those things, you know? So I'm like, well, what's What's the the truth here? And I think the truth is that he made them, and then he was like, oh, my God, that is so sexual. (laughs) I'm going to stay up in heaven. Oh, I'm getting a boner right now just looking at him. I was just so many godly boners right now i need to go um so he kind of just made adam and eve and he's like oh that was a mistake but he well he did come back down to flood the earth later a couple yeah he like made because some... he was just like there's so many shoulders so many nipples oh that i'm seeing right now i'd save all the animal titties though save all the animal titties <laughs> and a few righteous christian titties <laughs> <laughs> put them on a boat put them on a boat save them for later yeah uh yeah i mean i think i think of it more as like you know like when you make a huge mess and you look at it and you're like oh i don't want to deal with that right now so you walk away mm-hmm. that's what i think we're living in is god yeah. having walked away for a second then you hit like a manic you know episode and you're like i'm gonna fix this yeah <laughs> so you kind of flood it but then you're like you you get back to your lows and you're like no you're like, oh god no i can't it's it made it worse it's yeah. just worse yeah. yeah it's only worse exactly i saved all the mosquitoes for some reason for some reason but killed all the dodos i don't know why i did that i don't like <laughs> that was kind of fucked up <laughs> um, all right next question okay this one is from Mac Ikaru, Ikaru, I don't know how to say his last name. I'm so sorry. Wow, Mac. you guys have been friends for a long time, so yeah. I just called him. Um, I just call him Mac for short. <laughs> uh, he says, "How do I ask out my crush?" Colon. Nope, that's not a colon. Parentheses. Crush is on Susie, and this is Mac. Parentheses. <laughs> wow, reveal. You know. Like, yeah, that's a pretty big reveal. Crush reveal. I, I kind of suspected it this whole time. All the DMs that Mac yeah. sends me. Oh, you're right. He's always sliding in there. Oh, yeah. Constantly slipping and sliding. What's your, what, what would your ideal way for him to ask you out be? Um, a letter written in blood, preferably. Um, Whose blood? Probably his. But, like, you know, okay. you can use, like, yeah, goat or something if you wanted to get, if you, like, didn't want to cut yourself. Um, <laughs> if we're not doing, like, letters in blood... Um, I don't know, like probably like a song or something. Um, SoundCloud rap is kind of like my favorite genre personally. So yeah. Oh my God. Wait. Okay. I think we should use this for content later, but I started watching this. Um, I was sending you stuff about it. I started watching this 
weird reality show from Canada in like 2014 called My Teenage Wedding. Oh, yeah. And it's yes. basically like teenage couples who are getting married. They're all under 20. And one of... <laughs> There's like this really nice, like sweet girl... And for some reason, she was getting married to this guy who kept being like, "I gave up my rap career to be with, <laughs> to be with you." He was like eighteen or nineteen, and at one point, he sings, he raps for her. <gasps> That's my um, dream to have my husband yeah. rap at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. So I think Mac, you should crash Susie's wedding with your SoundCloud rap. I will, like, if you do that, I will leave whoever I'm marrying and marry you on this spot. That's so easy. You already have the wedding set up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. You just say, all right, actually, this guy. He's yeah, SoundCloud wrapped for me. He, you can't beat that, Pastor. I'm sorry. Pastor Larson, you can't beat that. You've <laughs> gone back to your roots. Someone... <laughs> you are a pastor now. They wouldn't let me be a pastor. Well, you could just do a different, like, a... Uh, a different... S- branch sect. yeah sect of, yeah. of godliness <laughs> all right all right i think i hope that answered your question mac mac i hope you ask me out okay um <laughs> so uh kenny DeGoose um ask are you more concerned about an ai uprising or will we destroy ourselves before we get there um yeah, I think if if it's going to take people like Elon Musk existing for us to get to an AI uprising, then we're definitely going to destroy ourselves before <laughs> we get there. Yeah, I I think that it it'll probably happen like in tandem with itself, I think in some ways. Like Ooh. I think that you know, like like as we just, you know, zoom towards completely destroying every living thing on our planet. We're also <laughs> just like trying to like maximize our, you know, technological abilities as human beings mm-hmm. as one last hurrah. And in that AI will start to develop, you know, its own its own thoughts and, and ability to learn and then it's all over. And but it's fine because we're already like killing ourselves. So they can just take over and see what happens. So yeah, I sometimes I wonder like if AI t- took over. There are a few different instances. Okay, there's a few different potentials. So there's like the um I have no mouth and I must scream version where the AI like hates us. Like okay. just hates it. It developed the capacity for hate and it immediately <laughs> turned it toward us. I don't know if you've read that short story, but it it's basically have you? I've not, no. Okay. It's like this, this, it was written in the 70s. I think it was published in Playboy. Don't quote me on that. I could be very wrong. I believe it though. I believe it. Playboy used to publish a lot of weird stories. Yeah. Um, And this like AI computer basically chose like six humans to just keep alive in this like hellscape and torture them forever. Uh, Yeah. So that's one option. Okay. The second option is that the AI evolve past us and are totally ambivalent like they don't hate us but they see us as basically an anthill in a place they want to build a highway you know they yeah. just don't even think about it yeah um and then the third option is that they somehow are like we're gonna take care of you like they see us as as pets and they're right. like we you are you guys are so far gone we can make everything better just let us take over and i would be gr- i would be so down with that be like yes. yeah they want to do that for us i mean Listen, I don't know a damn thing about AI realistically, but it seems like 
I don't know. It seems like there there might be good reason for them to want to maintain humanity to some extent. I don't know for their own, uh, you know, livelihood. I don't. I don't know. You know. I don't know how computers work. What is know. a computer? Is it a calculator? What I don't know. A computer. I don't know. I feel like it depends on the. I don't know a lot about AI either. Most of it comes from science fiction. <laughs> um, I feel like it depends on which AI gain sent gains sentience first. That's true. Like. I think one of the more advanced AIs right now is just programmed to play Go. So if, you know, if that one gains sentience, like maybe it will just want to play Go and it won't care. <laughs> it doesn't care about But it will else. keep it'll keep us alive so it has something to play with. To oh, play with. actually, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like we're really at the mercy of uh whatever Whatever priorities we programmed into the AI yeah. that, that gains consciousness. I hope you get to vote on the priorities. You know, like like they're yeah. like, okay, this computer's gonna be, you know, uh, I don't know, the the very beginning of it all. The beginning of, of this new just like race of computers. So we get to vote on like the top ten things that it prioritizes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible. They just do like a Twitter poll. Titties. And they let that <laughs> like anime titties. Make them look like hentai girls. <laughs> like, well, you voted. Yeah, here we go. That's my nightmare, actually. Hentai yeah. girls. That's what. That's the Elon Musk uh, yeah, future. That so. is. It's true. Watch out. I don't want to live in that. So, um, great question, Kenny DeGoose. Great question. Okay, do you want to ask the next one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do do do. Okay, hard hitting stuff from Anna underscore Shelby with two Y's. How many bottles of Vaseline would it take for me to fill a bathtub with? I can do the math really quick. Which, you know. Oh, you're looking I up get like it. ounces of Vaseline. Okay. Yeah, like Vaseline tub. And then, and then like a tub. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it looks like the average Vaseline tub, based on this one from Target, is 13 ounces. All right. How many ounces is the... You know, this... This is really something she could have done herself. Yeah, it, it's not even um, like a spurring conversation. I'll say that. 45. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dyslexic and bad at math. <laughs> 5,400 ounces divided by 13. You would need about 416 tubs of Vaseline. I think the bigger question here is why? One. Where are you going to get all that Vaseline? And two, why, of course. Who needs that much petroleum jelly? Leave some for the maybe like, dirt or something. I don't know. Sorry, what? Maybe if you're, like, really into Vaseline, like... I bet you can buy it... You know, you can probably buy it more bulk than a 13 Oh, I'm sure. Cup, it's so. petroleum jelly. You can get that in bulk. Yeah. Okay. So, I gave you the worst answer, but... If you're, like, really into Vaseline and you need, you're tired of, like, going to the store all the time, you can just store it in the bathtub. Because once you have that much Vaseline, you don't need to bathe anymore. I don't think that's true. Because you still You don't need to shower anymore. Produce, like, oils and dead skin and stuff, so. You just rub <laughs> it off. You rub it. With, you rub yourself with Vaseline. Oh, that's gross. It takes care of I it. I don't think that's how that works. I think that's... I think you're really, you really are not keeping an open mind to this right now. Well, that's true, but mm-hmm. for good reason. It would be like oil cleansing your whole body. <laughs> but, with but also, it's not, it's Vaseline. It's not even like, 
gonna clog your pores or something. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Um, you'd be moisturized. You would. You'd be very soft. Um, which I have often said I need to be softer inside and out. Yes. Um, yes. People would say, "What's your secret?" And you say, "I don't bathe anymore. <laughs> I've stopped." <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So um, the last question I got here um, is uh, from Charles Harris Jr. Uh, did Bush do 9-11? That's, uh, oh, wait, I saw something today. Okay, I go on Facebook too much. It's bad. It's a bad place. <laughs> I keep seeing people sharing, like, 9-11 conspiracy stuff, but it'll be, like, a screen, like, a picture of a phone with another Facebook post Oh my god. <laughs> and they act like it's a fucking primary source. They're Jesus like, look fucking at this. Christ. In 9-11 was an inside job. I didn't read the whole thing. I didn't care. But yeah, yeah. it was a 9-11 conspiracy thing. That's, I don't, yeah. Um, I don't even, th- this question I feel like has been asked so much and I don't even, get to, yes. You know, I'm just going to, I'm going to say blanket yes. statement, yes. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all I got to say. Um, the, I have never really looked into the 9-11 conspiracies. It was definitely used very poorly politically. Yeah, I mean, that's um, uh, used that's as a, given. a good reason to be more racist and, and start more wars. Start more wars, gets more oil. So, love but that. But an inside job. I feel like they could have done it without... I feel like they could have accomplished the same thing without, like, destroying two buildings. Well, the thing with um, conspiracy theories that always gets to me is, like, the amount of organization needed to pull them off. Like, our government it cannot, like... I feel like people who believe in conspiracy theories, like, have a higher belief in authority and organization. Like, they think that right, yeah. human beings can actually get together and pull it off. Well, that's what it comes down to. And, and yeah, and it's like... Uh, yeah, you have to be very, very naive to, to how... Um, bureaucracy actually works and how you know these things actually come together but then it does make it really weird when there actually is something strange going on in your mm-hmm. government and then you're like hmm and then you start to feel insane because you're like i'm not a conspiracy theorist but i really don't trust the fact right. that there's so many things happening constantly that affect us directly as citizens but we have no access to them whatsoever and we feel like we have no power even though we do have power but we're told that we don't have power and we just blindly believe that and we're in a consumer driven society so we're preoccupied with like you know our jobs and keeping ourselves alive and yeah so yeah i guess i don't that you know you know you vibing you okay (laughs) i just you know being alive's something else yeah I think that um, I have a conspiracy theory about conspiracy theories. Okay, what's that? Which is that they're like, well, first of all, we know for a fact that conspiracy theories are often fueled by like bot accounts and like okay, yes, fake account. Like people will, whoever's doing it, whoever wants more people to believe in conspiracy theories, will create fake accounts to spread them around. Um, of course, like STIs. And exactly. <laughs> And my conspiracy theory about conspiracy theories is that by doing that, it's a lot easier to discredit people who bring up valid criticisms of government. It's ah. like, oh, you're just a, a, an anti-vaxxer, 9-11 truther. Right, yeah. Flat earther. 
Yeah. Actually, a very I good don't know, point. That, yeah. Well, I yeah, mean, that's really out there, but it d- there's definitely a malicious force driving conspiracy theories. It might be just internet trolls. I don't know. Right, but that's still, I mean, it's still a malicious force in itself, and I actually think that yeah. what you're saying is very much a real phenomena. I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's 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 in the interest of corrupt powers to fuel conspiracy theories because then mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, people are like, don't inject your kids with egg whites that are in the vaccines <laughs> because then your kid will turn into an egg minded. And then that's what I want, <laughs> right? Um, and then somebody's like, hey, uh, look at the look at the crazy you know wealth disparity going on you know right here in our in our in our state in our in our you know whatever our elected officials look what's going on and they're like shut up you dumb idiot that's a conspiracy and then well, there's crazy shit like the flint water thing was like so te- it was just truly blatant corruption happening in the like in open daylight God. and I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I won't get into it, but yeah, it it it's rough out there. Um. Oh, but there's a really good new documentary on Netflix called "Fuck." Is it called "Take Down the House"? Ooh. Um, and it follows four women who ran for Congress, including AOC, <gasps> who wins. But it starts back before she's won, and it it just follows like four women who. Have never been in politics before. Who okay. go up against really established? Ooh, I love that. Um, democratic politicians and yeah, Ooh. it's very inspiring. Okay, so that's what we rec- need. If you need a little hope right now, yeah, I was going to say, pick me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Um, next question. That you was have the nine eleven question. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I have two more. I think all very good. Um. I'm Eric. It's me. Asks when will you address the allegations? Which ones? That's that was my response to like which allegations. Sorry, you cut out so, for a second on I'm, my end. What did you say? Oh, that was my response as well. Like you need to be more specific than that. Right. I'm Eric. It's me. So we've got several. Um, to all of them, I say no. I say uh, no. Never. I will not be addressing them. Yeah. That's all. One more from Don Maya Zero. He asks, "Is pee stored in the balls?" Oh yeah, definitely. That's been unequivocally proven. yes. Yeah, absolutely. What kind of dumb Where idiot question. Be? Yeah, it's like, where's it gonna go? It's it's there. You you put your penis in a woman. You pee in her. That's how babies are made. <laughs> so, Don. Sex is Maya really Zero. messy and gross every time. It's very um. It's it smells like ammonia. Burns like crazy. <laughs> Try using Google next time, you guys. Come on, <laughs> come on. You guys waste our time, <laughs> wasting our precious content. Time? Come on. Okay, uh, we have limited time in our weekly podcast too. Yes. Um. One more question was from. It's not really a question. It was kind of an inside joke, but uh, she deserves a shout out because it was funny. What is her username? Sorry, I just took screenshots of the... Jane, son of Christopher, says, Hi, will you please remove me from the email list? Thank you. So that was a reference to me fucking up my club that I love so much. Oh, Um, Bean. Yeah, they handed over the power of the email list to me, and (laughs) I started getting... We have, like, a 300-person email list, which is so weird, because we we get, like, 10 people per meeting. That's how it is with RSOs. You uh, you have to... 
Um, you just, you got the big, you got a castaway net. Yeah, exactly. You get like five to ten people. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> so the UW being a the prestigious university it is, like their listserv software is literally, it looks like it's from like 1998 oh it's my so God. ancient and weird and not intuitive and so i started getting these unsubscribe requests and i kept hitting accept thinking that i was accepting them to unsubscribe but i was actually accepting them to send an email to the whole list asking to be unsubscribed <laughs> so people got like 11 emails that's amazing they were like hi please unsubscribe me from the email list that's um, so funny <laughs> It was very embarrassing. Yeah. I still like cringe when I think about it. I'm like, oh my God. But it's a meme now. So, you know. That's, oh my God. Well, you know, it's it's funny that you bring that up because that reminds me like, I, I was briefly handed, when I was in a, a student organization, I was briefly handed the power mm-hmm. of the email list. <laughs> And I, I oh fucked it up. God. And it, like it, it's kind of stressful. <laughs> Wait, you did? How? I mean, nothing like it's huge. Very, well, it goes out to so many people. Yes. And like, I mean, the big the big one is just that like I would be handed like a lot of emails to add and I would just like fuck it up mm-hmm. and fuck half of them up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oops, my B. <laughs> but um, I also had like a smaller group that I like have to send weekly emails out reminding them of whatever. And like I very often like sent it before I was finished typing it. And then it just like goes out to like... <laughs> you know a lot of people and you're like oh that's sorry. my nightmare yeah. yeah you're like sorry that wasn't done yet <laughs> you're like it's embarrassing um but it it, 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 it really is it's like it's like everything is amazing though because like does does anyone notice not really nobody cares but it's to you they notice. it's like but it they don't care yeah they don't give a shit yeah no it was rough it's you know i've been really anxious i've never been like the leader of anything before um and i just get really anxious so like that day you know i had the unsubscriber debacle (laughs) which was actually really funny because the week before i forgot to send the email out like right (laughs) before i i sent it out like 30 minutes before the meeting was supposed to start so we did not get a lot of people right and so then that email i sent it out like four hours in advance and i was like see i'm a competent adult and then i sent like a like i said that in the email and then i sent them like 11 unsubscriber requests so and then only like four people showed up and i was like oh my god this club is going under because of me uh but it's not true it's it's summer and um we're doing online meetings but it's a good point actually it's It's summer doesn't even this doesn't count it doesn't. It does not. But I will be an anxious piece of shit, and it's because I care. Aww, that's cute. Aww. You care. I care. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of responsibility. I haven't had any response, real responsibility, in months, and I can't say that's that great. I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you though. I mean, I still have responsibility with work and the club, but. All I, like, this quarantine has really made me try to figure out the little, the small things that make me happy. And that's been just baking bread, making smoothies, brewing coffee. That's Epic it, time. Really. That's a really, yeah, that's time. the holy trifecta. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really disappointed when I tried to play Sims 4 today and I, I just couldn't get it. I couldn't, I didn't feel the spark. And I was, I was so sad. I was like, what is my... What is my problem? But it, it was I think it was it was almost like um like artist block or something. Like I, I got on and I was like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want to make. Yeah. I want to do. Like I don't know. 
I was like, should I make someone? Because I usually just make someone random, and I just see where I can take them. Mm. You know, I play, I play okay. improv Sims. I say, okay, wow, yeah, we're very different in our Sim styles. Um, yes, I'm highly organized. You, yeah, you meticulously plan out what's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, but I just like, I yeah, I was overwhelmed. I was like, I don't know, I don't know what I want to make. And so then I just, I closed my computer and cried and took three walks and. Went to the store and bought some ice cream and tampons. Got home, realized I actually bought the super-sized tampons, not the regular size. And the super doesn't do it for me because they're too dry when I take them out. I'm going to edit that out. (laughs) No, that's (laughs) funny. Keep that in. Susie does not have a super-sized vagina, you guys. Yeah. Turns out I don't. Thought I did, but I don't. Um, I've been having the opposite problem now that my periods are heavier. Your vagina's um, super-sized. Yeah, it must be. Dude, I had, like, a classic middle school embarrassing moment where I was hanging out with friends. I was wearing light-colored shorts. I had, like, oh, my no. legs splayed open. And I noticed my, like, one of my friends looking at my crotch a lot. And I was like, oh, I'll just cover that with my sweater. And when I got home, I had a giant fucking blood stain. Oh, my God. Because the tampons cannot contain the IUD periods. Oh I was God. just like, God! You poor thing. I thought I was done with this. Jesus. You know? It's like... It's not as devastating as it would have been right, in middle, middle school, school but... obviously. But I was still just like, ugh, that's a bad look. It's it's just annoying, yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah. God, my shorts are coated in blood now. <laughs> like, everyone saw my blood. <laughs> everyone saw blood on me. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's uh, that's bad. I, I accidentally bled out into my sheets a little bit. And it was so weird because I just sat down for like a second and I got up. And I was like, blood? Oh, yeah. Um, I finally, I used to have like cute mint sheets. I got white ones so I could just bleach the hell out of them. That's smart. That's smart. Go white or black or you just don't see it. Go white. Yes. Although if you get black sheets, you can see every hair. Really? On a black sheets? Um, My black sheets used to be like I would think white sheets would show all the hair because it's white. And so if your hair is dark or something. Nah. I don't know. Black just like attracts the fuzz. All right. You have hair blindness, I think. So. <laughs> you can't <Fine>. see hair. <laughs> I'm sorry that Sims isn't sparking it for you. I yeah. feel like um, I like to make highly stereotypical characters, which is probably kind of problematic. But <laughs> like racial I like stereotypes. Ra- no, <laughs> I like I'll make super like dysfunctional families where like the dad is just like cheating on everybody. And, you know, the mom, like, yells at the kids. And then the kids all... They're, like, I've noticed that my sims fall into just a few archetypes. There will be, like, the rebellious, like, punk kid. And then there will be, like, the nerdy one who wants to do good. And then there will be, like, the artistic one. And I'm like, I just do that over and over okay. again. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I was remembering, like, how horny... I was when I played Sims because like, of yes, the, you know, the sure. cut scene when they woohoo for the first time, when any two Sims right. woohoo for the first time together, the cut scene. And, and I, I looked it up cause I, I was like, okay, I haven't seen this in <gasps> years. Wait, that's so funny. It is like raunchier than I remember. Like I was like, whoo, I can see it's dude. It's kind of porn. I used to turn off. I used to turn off my monitor. Yeah, I remember being <laughs> wa- being with you playing it. And you're like, okay, we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta run we out got- of room. <laughs> we gotta leave these guys alone for a second. You make a baby. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, I. Uh, 
it, it was it was wild though. I mean, Sims is a good game to play if you're a, a horny mm-hmm. tween because you're just like you can live one hundred percent your fantasies. Um, and yeah. but yeah, like all my like looking back, like all my Sims were fucking all the time. Like I was yes. <laughs> all the you time. just make everyone have babies with anyone. Like that's the joy of Sims. <laughs> anyone, yeah. Poor your children just grow up in a a wild just situation. But they're Sims. They do fine. They're Sims. They're resilient. They're very resilient. Yeah, um, Sims 4 has some fun, like, I think the gameplay isn't as good as, like, Sims 2, but they do have some fun expansions where, like, your behavior as a parent will will influence your, your children's traits as they grow up. That's cool. So you can, like, just yell at your toddlers a bunch, and then they'll be, like, really dysfunctional. I just like really dysfunctional Sims. That's, That's kind my, of messed up, actually. That's my vibe. So yeah um no it is because i'll get inspiration from random stuff i was telling you i saw like a weird white supremacist meme that had like wait did i tell you about this or are you not here for this i wasn't here on the podcast that day. oh i was out i saw like this white supremacist meme that had this like these like you, you know the white supremacist type of memes where it's like about gender roles but then the people in it are like obscenely hot Oh, like, yeah. Like, it'll yeah. be this, yeah, like, super hot, like, farm wife <laughs> in a flowing dress. But she still has, like, a full face of makeup and, like, gently curled hair. Yeah. And then it'll be, like, a dude with suspenders and, like, a musket and, like, flannel. And it's, like, duped. I'm, like, this is not what white supremacists look like. I know. I've no. seen them. Yeah. They never look like this. Um. So I made that. I made them in the you Sims. made the white supremacists <laughs> memes. memes. <laughs> yeah. So I made them, like, on a farm. And they, like, live off the grid so they don't get power. And they have to, like, sell vegetables to stay alive. And the, their dad is just, like, a piece of shit and will not do anything for the kids because it's, like, the wife's duty. Interesting. And so he just, like, yells at them. It's, I don't know if this is interesting, but, yeah, I take, like, weird inspiration for my Sims. And I yeah, that's that's not what I do. And, like, I wish, <laughs> I, wish I had your level of dedication to the craft. <laughs> Um, but that that ain't me fam uh (laughs) yeah that's valid uh no like literally i think when i play like i either just accidentally make myself or or no i always make myself and then i just like live a life where i get a career and my life is nice every fucking time being so sweet i'm just like oh this is nice (laughs) and like i want to be crazy i want to be more creative with my and sometimes sometimes i am but like i get I get almost bored playing Sims that are too crazy because I'm like, this isn't realistic. (laughs) (laughs) And yet at the same time, I make myself have an affair with the maid and I'm like, this is realistic. Right. I would. This is realistic. This this would happen in real life. Yeah. I mean, the the Sims 4 gameplay isn't as fun. Like, um, Oh, you don't think so? I, yeah, I don't think, I don't know. I just find, maybe it's because I'm older too, but I, I just find myself getting bored. So most of the joy is in, like, creating families and, like, building houses. And I'll play them out a little bit, but um, I'm more obsessed with, like, having every, like... Because I hate the sim randos who just wear, like, a million hats for no reason. Yeah. So I'm trying to make it so every single sim that exists is someone I designed. And, like, every house is one that I designed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, like, more of what I've been doing. 
That's a good project, um, actually. Develop your own yeah. your own city. De- make your own Sims, yeah. And I, I try to have, like, you know, backstories. I'll write them in to the... Yeah, I'm, your commitment. Okay, I'm super nerdy like with I games. Like I said, yeah. your commitment's intense. Um, I'm super nerdy with games. Unmatched. Um, it's not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's something. Listen, you could be me. You yeah. could just sit around and stare at walls. You could do what I do. Um, it's pretty cool. It's not really. People don't really... Uh, uh, what am I t- respond well to it when you tell them that's what mm-hmm. you do? They're like, what? I say I'm fine. My therapist emailed me recently. She reached out. <laughs> Did she? Yeah, she said, "How are you Have doing?" Have you not talked to her in a while? Yeah, because we you like, can't practice therapy. Like, there's some weird law about not practicing it, um, like across the state lines or whatever. Like, oh. really what? weird stuff. Um, so we kind of had to stop. This is this is me telling you my therapy update. We had to stop, mm-hmm. but I was like, you know, it's probably fine because the most problems I was having was just like being in the same situation, the same static situation for for the last, you know, however many months due to quarantine and not having any direction in my life. And um, are you okay? Yeah, no, I told you that thing how like I hear things weird. Sometimes. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Bean had it was a, just Sam doing the some Wim sort Hof of method. Atta- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's just hyperventilating in the living room. It's fine. Yeah, but um, I like my brain could not piece together what yeah. I was hearing. No, that's a weird noise. <laughs> I don't know that I would piece yeah. it together. Um, I'm sorry. Keep going. No, no, no. I was just saying that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I stopped going to therapy because I was like, you know, I'm changing my whole circumstance, so I'm probably not gonna not gonna need it as as desperately and. Mm-hmm. That has been the case, which has been nice. But I emailed me and I said, "Doing fine, bitch." <laughs> That's what I said. Your therapist. <laughs> why are you so obsessed with me? Yeah, come on, dude. Okay, keep it to yourself. Okay. Uh, That's great. You're you're growing. You broke up with your therapist. Yeah. Not, but she broke up with me really because she said, "Okay, we're not seeing each other anymore." And I said, "Okay." You know I have abandonment issues. And she said, well, have some more. <laughs> she left. <laughs> well, I need to keep the therapy industry alive. So <laughs> Your therapist just abuses you so they have more clients. Fucked up. This is <laughs> my therapy conspiracy theory. <laughs> they just fuck you up more. <laughs> As though the country's not filled with people who desperately need therapy. No, everyone's fine. Therapy's a hoax. I heard. I need. I should. I should do some therapy. Oh my god, you should. Yeah. I should say. Why do I see a white supremacist meme that just boils my blood and then go make a sim family <laughs> based on it? Let's examine that. Let's think about this. Do you use uh, humor as a crutch? Maybe. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's messed up. It's messed up stuff. <laughs> This has been a great episode. Um, um, yeah, we can we cannot post for a week if it's no. Shut bad. up! You always yeah, say yeah. this. You're always like, "This episode's really bad this week, so let's skip it and let's skip every <sighs> week and let's stop doing the podcast." And I say, "Bean, why do you hate doing the podcast with me? It's really fun." And you say, "Because I hate you, Susie. I hate you. I you. I've always hated you. You've always held me back. I'm anxious. <laughs> I'm an anxious little girl." 